Hello, happy Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm Tori Marcioni, and in honor of this occasion, we have a special bonus clip of Here Together, featuring April's guests, the married couple we all low-key want to be, Broadway darling Cheryl Lee Ralph and Pennsylvania State Senator Vincent Hughes. 20 years on, it's tempting to believe that Ralph and Hughes just got lucky and stumbled upon a lasting love. But that narrative ignores the hard work they put in, from the very beginning, to build a strong foundation. Early on in their relationship, the couple saw a therapist together for pre-marriage counseling. Both of us had been divorced. Both of us had our own sets of children. And dating, you know, people have to learn how to date. People have to learn how, how to love. People have to learn how to have a solid relationship because so many people don't have good reference points. You know, my parents married and died basically together. So I had to get ri- get over, for me, a sort of shame about being divorced because it seemed like everybody else in my family, m- you know, my parents could stay together. How come, why couldn't I? And we knew that if we were going to enter into a relationship that we really wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, we started doing the counseling prior to, because we knew this was, this was, there was something significant here. Um, And with our own uh, separate sets of kids, you know, we need to be smart and wise and be thoughtful about it Uh, because, you know, coming together is, is bigger, you know, than just us, you know, and we can't, we can't be selfish like that. We have to have a broader vision, um, a broader scope. Um, So we did that. And, you know, I had been working on on behavioral health issues, mental health issues for for years, um, doing something called breaking the silence. Um, mm. And it was really around the issue of stigma, getting rid of stigma. Uh, and that had been part of our issue agenda, my issue agenda um, in, in the community and in, in the legislature for years. And uh, when Cheryl and I came together, and she just fell right into it. There was no, there was no hesitancy. There was no, you know, that's real. And for each of you, were you both the first people in your family? Were you the first generation to break through that stigma? Did, or did you come from households that were like, yeah, go to therapy. That sounds cool. Or did you have your own journey of having to grapple with that kind of stigma? My family, it was, it was like, you go to church, you find the, the right minister, and you talk about it. <laughs> when I was in Catholic school, it was like, you go to church, you get in the little box, and you talk about it. <laughs> so talking about it was always something there, but I really, really came face to face with it with my cousin, my cousin Mabel, God rest her soul. I remember I was 19. And I came to Hollywood and Mabel was who I stayed with. And I didn't realize that Mabel was battling mental illness. She never came outside. And I didn't realize that until, you know, months later that something was going on here. But for me, it was Mabel that when I came face to face with it. Family members usually drive drive issues, yeah. all right, and because it's, because it's very personal, 
right? Yeah. It's very personal. Uh, and so, and so you, 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 you get revealed um, to how things work and what people are thinking about um, as you try to process and assist someone in your family who may be struggling and you just don't know. Right. Um, and then so all, all the pieces start coming to all the pieces start coming together. And this is not to say that the conversations and meetings with organizations that work um, on behavioral health or any issue um, are not valued. But then when you get confronted in a very personal way, um, it just illuminates in it with a different kind of light. Because when you reflect on it, you start looking in your own personal history and digging a little bit deeper back and start looking at it from, well, now maybe now I understand why Uncle Joe or <laughs> Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Who was, never came out of their room or right. you know, acted a little bit differently or, you know, maybe there was something else going on or they were, um, you know, they were in the war and they had different kind of response to things, you know? And, you know, and, and the need to not be, not be stigmatized and to get rid of the stigma to get the help that is out here for you to have. And to get rid of shame because shame is something that, you know, I always think in my mind that shame is something that we put in our minds, you know, and we just need to get it out of our minds. The same thing with with stigma, you know, and stigma, you know, whether it's mental illness, wellness, whether it is HIV, AIDS, whether it is Corona, COVID, stigma, you know, people don't want to talk about these things. They don't want to tell people that they've had COVID. They don't want to tell people they have HIV. They don't want to tell people that they have had issues with mental illness. And until you are able to talk about these things, there is no healing. And that's why we try to bring it to the forefront for people to let them know you're worth it. You're worth healing. You're worth help. And I love the fact that Vincent has been able to connect people to the help that they deserve. And and now we're at a point where stigma is no, is no longer what it used to be. It's no longer what people people now, and especially after this year of, of the pandemic, um, people are suffering, even black men. African American men who historically were, were was have been we have been the hardest group to burst through to reach out for help are help me I know I got issues I know I got problems I know I need somebody to talk to please help me all right and so now it's it's so it's now it's not it's not as much of an issue to talk to deal with the issue of stigma stigma when it comes to Mental and behavioral health. Not so but much. But stigma is still stigma is still there. But like, but it's he, not like, as bad as it used to be, sweetheart. It's not as bad as it used to be. All right, I'm just telling you, it's not as bad. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you. Senator Hughes is right. The stigma around mental and behavioral health isn't as bad as it used to be, but it used to be really, really bad. So Cheryl Lee is right too. <laughs> 
there's still plenty left to overcome. Hughes underlines the importance of celebrating incremental wins, while Ralph highlights the necessity of remaining vigilant. Together, they lead by example. You can hear more from Senator Vincent Hughes and Shirley Ralph on Episode 7 of Here Together, and you can learn more about mental health resources at the link in description. Thanks so much for tuning in. Till next time, be well.